0: Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you... Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer... HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner. Not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week so you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping.
1: Hey, you uh.
2: Girl, Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly-bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you.
0: Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing.
1: East of the sun and west. Of the moon, we'll build a dream house of love, dear. Near to the sun in the day, near to the moon and night, we'll live in a lovely way, dear. Living on love and pale moonlight, just you and I. Forever and a day Love, no it will not die We'll keep it that way Up among the stars we'll find A harmony of life to a lovely tune East of the sun and west of the moon Yezo Wow. <laughs> Shout
0: out to Mariah, who requested that in the DM. She said her uncle, <laughs> I'm such an auntie, she said, I know that you sing jazz, and I really like, my uncle really likes this song, and I would love to play it for him. Her uncle is sick. Oh. And so, there you have it. I sang that at somebody's wedding, so I was like, oh girl. So that is Billie Holiday. Well, that's Billie Holiday's version of East of the Sun, West of the Moon. Yizzo, it is 420. It's a holiday. I'm already tired, but should I do it? Should I eat my edible? edible? Sure. Are you sure? Yeah, positive. I'm I'm not dressed, so I'm going to go off camera and go get it. (laughs) Talk, queen talk give us your
2: updates hey 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 how are you guys doing it's this is shanti on the microphone and i'm gonna do a song as well it goes a little something like this do you do you do you do you do you, do you love me mary jane yeah <laughs> girl what
3: the <laughs> i thought
0: you were giving updates
2: <laughs> just here
0: Joe. what did you sing
2: I sung Mary Jane. Yes. Mary Jane, she's my main thing. Uh, and when I'm feeling lonely, uh, he gonna come for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I
2: don't know what I do her Do you, do you, do you, do you? <laughs>
0: hmm. All right. It's about to get silly. How are you? Give me your updates. What's going on in the... Oh, shit. I see your first update.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, my sweet artsy boss sent me an article. And the article was like, what we've been feeling is languished. And I was like, I don't know what that word means, but I'm going to look it up. (laughs) And it is exactly how I have been feeling. It's... Of a person or other living being, loss or lack of vitality, grow weak or feeble. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Suffering from being forced to remain in an unpleasant place or situation. We are in a collective languish. We are languishing. (laughs) Collectively. And it's like, I'm not depressed. I'm not hopeless. But I'm also not, like, excited about you're never excited about i know and that's why i was like wow i'm in a perpetual state of languish but it got worse or it got more crystallized jojo's back on the scene and i took her to the natural the philadelphia museum of natural science i
0: love that museum that was the best school trip ever
2: And I did like it too. I liked the uh, dioramas until I got older and I was like, this is fucked up. This Um, is a
0: Nike box.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Them dinosaurs, when I've sat and paid attention to the timeline of Earth and how dinosaurs were just roaming around for millions of years... I don't know, but that just makes me feel (laughs) hopeless. (laughs) Not hopeless, but just like, what? What? (laughs) Y'all, Shanti
0: FaceTimed me at 12 o'clock in the morning to, one, talk about how everybody's lying on Tyrion from Game of Thrones during his... his, his trial, trial fuck, and yeah. then to say what is this all about like they're lying on Tyrion, the dinosaurs why were they even here if they were why just were die? they here for <laughs> so long
2: and then for so long but on the actual timeline of earth they were there for a blip like they were there for like boop and then they're gone an asteroid or a meteorite or whatever the fuck hits the earth Randomly, they weren't doing no fossil fuel burning. They weren't <laughs> fucking up and having 5G and mass wars and whatever the hell disease and they were just like what were dinosaurs even doing?
0: What is it all for? For, for
1: many- back
2: to that. years these <laughs> niggas was roaring and laying eggs and fighting and, like lizards? <laughs>
0: No, you were
2: really upset, and I'm not laughing. I'm still upset. I know. I'm just like, and then I'm really interested in what Christians have to say about that.
0: Oh, God. Like,
2: what do Christians, if you, it really made me question, like, this idea of God or divine intelligence, like, intelligence. And you, you... Wanted to express and know yourself through dinosaurs? I guess so. I guess scorpions and cockroaches are are God's expressions. And they are, but like, what?
0: (laughs) Some shit you just have to not think about in order to get through the day, shorty. Like, I don't think about dinosaurs. But oddly enough, this is the second day in a row that I've talked about dinosaurs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't with you. The other one. When were you talking about dinosaurs before?
0: I'll get into that. But I was on the See the Thing Is podcast with um, Bridget, Kelly, and Mandy. Okay. um, And somehow dinosaurs came up. It's wild. What's the one that has the hump right here and breathes right
2: here? And that's the whole other thing. There's people that fuck with dinosaurs. I remember the kids that fucked with dinosaurs. And I was like... Like, Rashid <laughs> fucked with dinosaurs. I, I can see like, that. Like, he's like, Jurassic time period, the celiastic and the piranuracic period. And do you know the T-Rex wasn't actually alive when the Stegosaurus was alive? Yes, I'm just like, that is
0: true. Jurassic Park got that wrong. They weren't all alive at the same time. And there was a dinosaur that was bigger than the T-Rex. I forget what that was. And more, like, vicious.
2: And... Before dinosaurs, there were other creatures. There was a scorpion, a sea scorpion.
0: Well, bitch, there's a sea scorpion now. Because I saw one on Jasmine when she was in that water. In <laughs> I swear to God, I did.
2: I'm appalled by Mother Nature and evolution. I'm just sickened by it, really. I'm just like, gross. But here we are, humans. Got coronavirus. Having another existential crisis, I And see. also just like sharing germs and being gross and getting mucus in our lungs it's like we're nasty too that's what coronavirus is you get a lot of mucus in your lungs can't breathe it's nasty (sighs) also i've just been sitting with my own poverty mentality and how little i want now yeah i like want to like move forward i have a car and i've always bought hoopty cars and I've always taken pride in it. Like, I could never understand why somebody would lease a car or like spend twenty plus thousand dollars on this car, this high risk thing. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm just getting me a Honda. It's gonna last a long time." But it's come to the point where it's like I can never imagine myself in a nicer, more reliable car. And mm. it's my car has been costing me a lot of money. It keeps having issues. I know costing I could. It's more money
0: than what it's worth, child.
2: It's costing me more money than what it's worth. But like I have this, now it's, I know all of those facts, but then there's this blockage of like, but can I really get that? Should I? Do I really need it? Do I really deserve that? Not deserve. I think deserve is the deeper thing, mm-hmm. but what I'm, Talk. what I'm saying is like that's frivolous or that's unnecessary or child. so and I'm never going to buy a brand new car I'm still not but I can at least get a better car than the one that I have so I'm I just think that you got to make a smart
0: a car is a bad investment all around because it just depreciates in value right but you got to make a, at least a smart bad investment <laughs> it's like if this, if this hoopty is costing you more money than what it's worth then girl so and you already say it. you
2: need more space. I need more space, and girl, you're 34 years old. Never, this car that I have is the nicest car that I've ever had, and it's not, it's
0: not a very nice <laughs> <No>. car. <laughs> <laughs> um, that shocked me. I've never had, bought a car myself, so I don't know anything. The that having this New York lifestyle, a car, what? I'm gonna be so confused. I'm so behind. You should get, I think you should get a car. I think it's the underlying conversation you have to have with yourself. And we, we both have to have with ourselves because I would like to show you this. I would like to show you <laughs> my childish you ass nails. And get your nails done regularly. This is funny because this came up on the other podcast I was on where I had made a comment and I was like, Keisha Cole is as childish as my nails, because they were painted. And I took the paint off today because I said I don't deserve. I I don't need to bring attention (laughs) to these baby fingers. What is this? Grow up, childish. So, but I'm realizing that I don't want to spend the money. Well, one, it's not a priority for me either because I don't like really fake nails. They give me anxiety and my nails don't grow. But it's also deeply attached to, I shouldn't be spending that money. I shouldn't be spending that money every Two weeks? That's a ridiculous. Like, I don't deserve that. Who do I think I am? I don't make enough money to do that. I can't treat myself to that. Pedicure is enough. If it's nails or pedicure, you got to pick one. You don't. And so that is rooted in poverty mentality, and I think in how we value ourselves, what we think we deserve, and what we don't, and how we, you know, you, you I, have. A- I, I never forget going to your house and being like, "Wow, JoJo's room is really nice." And your mattress was on the floor. And I'm like, (laughs) do you remember me being like, you deserve to have nice things. No, that was a minute ago. People can see your room now, girl. But I'm just saying, like, that is something I think to explore and to, to, you know, have conversations with yourself about. Because I do the same shit. Girl, you ain't alone.
2: Crazy. Girl, you better get your nails done. I love having my nails done. But your nails grow. I would have to get
0: tips or something added to this. And that's expensive. And that's expensive.
2: That's like $70. I'm
0: not doing that every two weeks. Y'all kiss my ass.
2: I know Be childish right.
0: forever. And that, that one is not really rooted in not feeling. Maybe it is. I don't know. I got to go therapy.
2: And these nails, though, some of these nails, like to go back to dinosaurs, like you got <laughs> reptile claws. Like they look impossible. They I know don't...
0: that I know that there is fecal matter in some of these nails cuz you can't wipe yourself and then get all that out. It's in the cracks and crevices. You're not going to tell me that you can do that. How do you type? How do you how do you comb your hair? Like I never forget getting getting um tips and my nails getting stuck in my hair and pulling my hair out. Maybe I had cheap tips, but Girl, pulling my of... hair out. <laughs>
2: Because, what claws did you have? girl? Well,
0: it was just like you know how it starts to grow, and then there's that yeah. gap between oh, the yeah. cuticle, no, you and get it, them gets, done. it gets stuck in there. And, and I'm like, I can't even, I can't even scrunch my curls up to to set them. Nah, it's not, it's not the life that I live. I want to be that girl. I want to be Rihanna. I'm not.
2: But Rihanna's nails are tasteful. Beyonce's nails are very tasteful. She has great shape. But I'm like Cardi. Those are For impossible. a
0: while uh, Rihanna had them uh, stiletto joints. that were remember how pointy they were? Woof.
2: Shout out to the people that love their long nails. I, how do you do it? Don't get them started black bitch. I you ain't got no fecal metal on my shit.
0: Yes, you do. Put run a blue light up there. Run a blue light on them things and let's see what happens. You're lying to yourself. Um my updates. I got my first vaccine shot today. Ooh. I am feeling okay. I got Pfizer. and
2: Could you choose was, or did they tell no,
0: you? No. I mean, you can choose depending on, like, there's not a choice, at least where I was. There wasn't a choice when you go there. It's just, like, where you make the appointment, you know which one you're getting. Okay. Um, so I got Pfizer. It was a, it was a, it, there was a little burning sensation when it went in. I was like, oh. Kind of feels like you ever get morphine? And they're like, this is going to warm your body I
2: have never gotten morphine. You've gotten morphine, right? No, ever. When did you get morphine? When you got your leg amputated, son? Like who, (laughs) when did you get morphine? Why are you acting like
0: morphine is a big thing? I got morphine when I was in the hospital for my stomach. And, And they couldn't, they were about to perform surgery on me. They could not figure out what my stomach was so inflamed. And they were taking all kinds of, um... What is it? They were doing all kinds of... What is it? When you think X-rays? you have... X-rays?
1: Uh, well, no. Ultrasounds.
0: ultrasounds and everything else. And they were like, girl, your intestines are really inflamed. They gave me morphine. I felt better immediately. Morphine and an IV drip. But I, I hadn't gone to the... Ba- this is a lot. I haven't went to the bathroom in like a week and a half. And I was just like, I couldn't figure out why I would gotten a, um, a colonic. I would gotten two colonics. I still didn't go to the bathroom.
2: Well, and they couldn't figure
0: out figure. what was going on. So I was having some type of allergic reaction to something. And it was horrible. But mm-hmm. I also think it had something to do with... That was when I was... I think I was having an allergic reaction to Cipro. Cipro is a... What is it? Cipro is... When you have a, a bacterial infection. I had a, I had an a... Antibiotic? An antibiotic. Girl, I had what a what
2: was you on? And where, I had an happening? antibiotic
0: I had a, a sinus infection, a really bad sinus infection. So they gave me Cipro. And Cipro they use that for people who have like anthrax. They just give you the the top notch thing to like knock it out and it wreaked havoc on my system. And I wound up in the hospital because I hadn't gone to the bathroom and I had all these toxic toxins. My skin was bad. My sister was in there with me Shout and they were like the We AMA. might have to perf- we might have to do surgery on your intestines and take some of it out.
2: Could you imagine that they caused all of this stuff, then they go in and take your intestines out?
0: Could you imagine? Shout out. Shh. Shout out to morphine. But morphine really is <laughs> really good going in. But this didn't. This, this burned a little bit. But I, I feel fine. I just feel tired. I'm just ready for bed. Everybody's saying that the first dose is a lot easier than the second dose. So we'll see how that goes. But I'm very excited to be doubly vaccinated. I cannot wait. Um, and then my second update is that again, I was on the see the thing is podcast. I had so much fun with Who Mandy, Mandy, AKA Mandy's full, full court pumps. Mandy is goes by Peg the stallion. She's a, <laughs> she's an amazing being. She is unapologetically herself. She is uh one half of see the thing is podcast. She is also on horrible decisions. And then she has another podcast. Uh it, I'm the worst and I was on there and I, it's escaping me right now, but I'll remember what it is. Um, and then Bridget Kelly is a singer songwriter. She was also on, I think she was on love and hip hop once. I don't know. I don't know about that, but I, I know our music more than that. Really dynamic women. Um, it was a great episode, lots of pop culture, lots of laughs. It was, um, toxic at points, but it was, it was so much fun. Um, it's on the Joseph buttons network who was like, who the so fuck is the around the way network. curls? Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. He left Spotify and then created his own network cause he wasn't getting paid what he wanted.
2: Shout so, um, Buttons.
0: yeah. So it was a lot of fun. I highly recommend people check it out. I, it was a different side of me. It was, we were drinking wine and everything else. And it was, it was more of a, it was a, a less appropriate side of me, I will say. But I think it was interesting that when I try, I tried now, you know me, I usually, I come on here and get flack for centering men, but they have a lot of male listeners on their podcast. And so we were talking about, when did this, oh, they, they got some backlash from this idiot, Kevin Samuels. Let me not call him the idiot. He's one of these men that, you know, is single himself as well. Uh, And he's like a Derek Jackson but older, uh suit wearer, highly int like vocabulary is, you know, rich. And um, he likes to talk a lot of I I would say it's trash about how women are supposed to be. And he was talking about out-of-pocket women. And I hate that I he Ayanla actually coined that phrase, out-of-pocket woman. Like, what does it mean to be an out-of-pocket woman? Get the fuck out of here. Um, but he has every right to feel how he feels and to say what he says, especially if he's talking about his own woman. My issue is that he's talking about all women. So we were talking about him and then we got onto the game, the game, the philosopher that is the game tweeted, uh, that, you know, he doesn't understand these men these days. Men should be paying for everything, not splitting this fifty-fifty shit. Like, what are these men doing? It's whack. Yada 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 yada. If the oh, if the woman is, why are you giving? Why are you splitting the bills fifty-fifty? Is she giving you half the pussy? Is she cleaning half the house? Like, so I'm like, okay, I see where he was trying to do, but also like equating a woman's value to vagina and cleaning the house and taking care of the kids is also kind of limiting. So, long story short, we got into that conversation and it led into me saying, matter of fact, I'm gonna just play it. I'm gonna just play it. Hold up. We go to it. Child. Now, girl, you had a cute. Here it is. My invitation to women mm-hmm. and non binary folks, everybody, is to, and this is me centering men, but to help men to help provide them with spaces where they can be their full selves Mm. women have to help with that It's a word they have we have to be able because we have spaces where we can cry with our girlfriends it's okay Okay, like we we can cry in public we can okay. say, talk about our fears. Yeah. We, we are powerful oh. when we do that, right? Our vulnerability is our power. Mm-hmm. Men's vulnerability is their weakness, and that needs to shift oh. if we're ever going to get anywhere in a real relationship with them. They, you cannot enter a relationship as a shell of yourself and try to be this Batman figure. You are going to get exhausted. You are going to get resentful, and, and you're ne- you're never going to show up. Right. You, like, show up. Right. And... and and how many times have we, you know, made fun of um, young boys for crying, man up? How many times have we, you know, I'm I, i, I I'm all for the Drake slander because he'd be in his feelings. But, uh, you know, he should be. <laughs> you know, I have to stop that. Like, we have to, we everything in life is a co-creation. I mean, I, I, we I have to help be. them. Anyway, hold on. Let me put these back in. So, anyway, I brought that up because what I was saying was that when we're talking about the patriarchy... We have to, and I quoted Bell Hooks when it was like, we need to understand that we need to highlight the role that women play in perpetuating it. And like this whole men have to be providers and protectors and that's all is barely limiting. And so when men come into relationships like that, they tend to have, wield a certain power and they tend, and these, and these gender um, roles become more and more defined, where for some women they're very outdated and so what i was saying was if the game comes to the relationship and just wants to pay for everything and that's why that's his shit like cool but i my hope is that that's not all he's doing and that he doesn't find his value in that that he finds his value in being who he is and not just the wallet or the dude that will fuck somebody up like Mm -hmm. be being fully I say all this to say I got so much pushback from men Mm. and I was like, that is so interesting. Do you know how many men and, and granted there, I would say that there are a lot, some of their uh, followers, it's a different demographic. I think like people are going to come here for a different thing. Um, You know, we, we are, you know, duality is a thing here. I get it. But, I was just so surprised at how many what men. They, what people, Well, I saw were, some shit that somebody said. Oh no, he was just. That's just a troll. When he, <laughs> whatever, because then I. Because then the conversation shifted into men feel so limited, and that's why they're so fucking angry, and that's why like, and that's might be why they have so much disdain and resentment towards trans folks who we've had this conversation mm-hmm. who can be their full selves, who are refusing to mm-hmm. play by the book and the rules. Mm-hmm. So they hated that. And it was very much like, you know, that's why you're single. You want to feminize men and you don't know your, you don't know your role. You don't mm-hmm. play your part. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what your fucking problem is. And there were other men who were like, thank you so much for saying that. I've never wanted to hear somebody say that more. I needed to hear that. But there were, I will say the majority of what I got, and usually i'll I'll say this usually it's the trolls that are the most vocal, so I don't think it's the majority of people that heard that that took it that way, but I was just shocked to see how many men were so interested in being the protector and the provider, and that that was their definition of masculinity and it 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 deepened it it made me kind of deeply sad for mm-hmm. them and I was just like, you know, it was an opportunity, I felt, for women to take accountability, Mm -hmm. which doesn't often happen. To take accountability, and and everybody needs to take accountability in how we fragment each other, because we do it with our expectations of who we're supposed We put our expectations on other people, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but it it just made me sad. It did, and I was like, damn like I've watched my own father struggle with that where like sometimes he needs to be this like tough dude and he's really worked through a lot of that where he's able, you know, to cry and he's able to talk about how that Superman, that S on his chest was killing him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like, I just, I was, I just want so badly for men to have a full experience, whatever that looks like for them.
2: I I, th- I don't know if I said this on the podcast before but I often meditate on um this idea in my in my dad what my dad practices in his eastern religion religious uh theory is that you know words mm-hmm. are vibrational hotep's y'all can feel this shout out <laughs> but to the words hoteps. are vibrational and they have meaning and they they have impact right and so their theory is that, you know, as a soul in this material world, you don't know that you are a spiritual being. And mm-hmm. so s- your soul is similar to a mirror that has smudges on it. And the more that you pray, the more that you s- chant, the more that you meditate, the more that you're around um, and here that was that's one of the key things here higher kind of more elevated vibrational things the cleaner and cleaner your mirror gets and the more and more you can kind mm. of realize yourself See as a yourself. spiritual being and cu- quote unquote you become self-realized and so like hearing and chanting and being around people that are that are talking this elevated thing is what is what you do, is what you commit your life to doing. And I find myself getting really, and who the fuck am I? But I, you know, we hate these buzzwords. We hate this idea of self care. Why does everybody keep selling self care? <laughs> why, why are people keep repeating Black Lives Matter? Why are we repeating, you know, these words, these buzzwords of patriarchy and intersectional and da 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 da?
0: Toxic. And Toxic. And healing.
2: Healing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm but i think we all need to have a little bit more get get our egos and our shit out of the way as if we have really realized those meanings in the first place and realize that you by you saying that mm-hmm. by you repeating these things that you are more and more coming to understand yourself you're kind of helping other people to clean off their mirror and i don't think i don't think the repeating this stuff is ever falling, Injust. even if it's falling on ears that don't understand it, the more that they hear it and the more that like they can they can f- digest it, I think it's just doing incredible work. So, I don't know. I feel like we should never stop saying these things, even if it's cringy, even if it becomes like, oh my god, are we talking about self... Are we talking about... Are we talking about men... Toxic masculinity, one more time, Again, it's like hell. Right. Yeah. Until this is like, you know, yeah, and I'm not.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I'm not talking about toxic masculinity in a way where I think men are victims of it as well. Yeah. A lot of, of times we talk about toxic masculinity as, you know, it's something they're inflicting when actually no. it's something that they're being like.
2: Similar to white supremacy. Exactly. You, you are the fuck. You are under the fucking okie doke. You are the one that's really a victim to it. Like,
0: child. Anyway, obviously, damn, we on our love and light shit today. Are we? Let's see. <laughs> you say um, vibrations.
2: Child. If you say vibrations, you you must be on that. Did I say vibrations? I
0: did. I was about to say, I then never. <laughs> now that's a little too ho-tappy for me. I got out that life. <laughs> um, <laughs> pop culture. Black Rob died. Uh, that was sad to me. And they had—I don't think they've released how he died, but he had diabetes, kidney failure, and lupus.
2: God damn, yo!
0: I was like, Black Rob, you're not well. He wasn't well, and so I don't know what he was fighting through. Can you imagine having all that stuff and having to fight through that? So, R.I.P. Black Rob. He gave us—he gave us a lot.
2: I mean, what did he? He gave us whoa. That's all I can remember. He gave us no. He
0: gave us more than that. What was the um toe to toe hold of hope? Like whoa, your game is whoa. You know whoa. That's long, really now, That's the song. Really no, Black Rob me. gave us... He gave us... Why can't I think of any of the songs? Hold on. Because we not going to disrespect Black Rob. I'm he not. He gave us more than that. I'm
2: not. I just... The impact that he had on my life is that... As no, well.
0: there's more that you know. I know oh. it. Oh. Um. He was on Bad Boy for Life. <sighs> Whoa. Damn, the shade room posted mad um, Black Rob songs, and I was like, "Yo, I forgot about all this. I can't find it." I'll
2: go back and I'll play them at the end. It.
0: Shout out to Black Rob, though. RIP. Um, we're missing Method Man right now, and
2: what's Method Man doing?
0: Versus girl, he look.
2: Ah,
0: I have it playing, but my phone is Ooh. on mute. Oh, gosh. It does not get any better than him. And DJ, what's his name? DJ Scratch. He's fucking killing it right now. Ugh. But Method Man, Red Man is, I used to have a crush on Red Man, believe it or not. Not Method that Man. That is so cute. Which is so silly to me. I remember seeing how high and thinking like, oh, I let him pop. <laughs> For real. I was
2: like, oh, he, he kind of. has nice energy. He looks a little veganish these days. Little, little... He doesn't... doesn't look
0: well. Does he have lupus? That's it. It kind of is coming off that way. I'm concerned, but I hope he's. I all right. think he's
2: vegan. Shout out to the vegan. Sometimes y'all is be he looking vegan? real, real, real healthy, real sinewy. Child, real sinewy. But Thin Method Man is looking and real in health fit. He got his dad jeans on
0: again. No, girl, he, he has looks cold. Jeans I'm trying on. to tell you. I'm gonna say you some pictures. His chest. I mean, you know me in forearms. His forearms. You can see him holding the mic, and it's all veiny. And fit. I'm just like, oh my God, if that's any indication I can't even of what it. is to come. Oh, and he's just, he's just, it's the way he's holding the mic for me and the beard. The beard connects. Jowl. Anyway, I need to, I need to she turn said. it off. <sighs> um, something interesting that I don't even think that you probably saw. Check this out. But. I'm, I'm interested in how this is going to affect the podcast world. Apple introduces subscriptions for podcasts. Starting today, creators in more than 170 countries and regions can offer premium subscriptions to Apple Podcasts, which will be accessible to listeners next month. Creators set the pricing for each subscription, which are billed monthly by default, and define the benefits such as ad-free listening, earlier exclusive access to new series, or access to additional or archival content. Creators can also offer annual billing and provide free trials and sample episodes. So it's basically Patreon at this point. Mm. And I'm like, how does that work, Apple? Like, exp- So if you're on all streaming platforms, that means only the people that subscribe to Apple will have those features? Only the people that buy your subscription through Apple. And then what's Apple's cut? Because they ain't doing a shit for free.
2: Never. It's fucking I Apple. I don't know. I was, I, I, I was Apple's I, like Tywin out this motherfucker. <laughs> Apple is definitely Apple and Tywin is Steve Tywin Jobs.
0: Lasser. Tywin is Steve Jobs.
2: He's like, "You no, we're going to get this right. I don't care who has to go."
0: Yep. I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree with that. So, yeah, I'm like, I don't understand how that's going to work, but also I can't wait to hear the backlash of the people that are about to charge for their podcast. And there's podcasts that could do it. I'm thinking like the read doesn't need to because they don't... But they're like so big that they could do it. If
2: they wanted to add special stuff, they could. It, it, it could be like... Right. I,
0: I understand anything? that like access to an additional episode, mm-hmm. um, depending on the cut. I want to know what Apple's getting from that. But also why would people it? do that if it's... Mm-mm. Why does people... No, you have to sign up and then I'm sure it'll take you through. I'm pretty
2: sure that podcasts similar to Visual Media is become become subscription all subscription based. Sorry to all, all the listeners subscription for based. free, but like Spotify was free for a minute and it was like, but actually if you really want that real spill nana, you're going to have to pay 9.99. That's what <laughs> Spotify said. Is it 9.99? That's exactly what Spotify said. I read it.
0: <laughs> well, I'm I'm I can't wait to see what's to come uh, with this. I can't wait to see the podcasts that aren't offer, offering any new content. They just like you got pay <laughs> here for it. Um, we already talked. To, do you want to talk about Game of Thrones? So the people no. who are not on Patreon. Well, I, well anyway,
2: I am ahead. watching Game of Thrones, and it is just just really <laughs> just really moving me and exhausting me. <laughs> <laughs> and covering me in Covering an you?
0: Yeah. What is it covering in you, you, Queen? It just
2: covers me uh, for some reason. Like when I used to watch, when I watched um, Interview with the Vampire and when I read the book, I was like in a mood for a minute. Like I was like a vampire. So I, I feel this like energy. <laughs> Bye girl. Also, <laughs> I know, I made that up. Also, most, more than anything, it's just I just see why I'm just want to know about feudal white people. I'm so invested in like what was what were these early Europeans doing? Who was what were why? these knights doing? Imagine, I all I think about, about is how they stunk. Yes, like how Ugh. they lived and the Horribly. knights and the lords and the and the people. What were the people doing?
0: I'm so interested. Like, why do you want to know that if none of it matters?
2: we're it's it's we are um
0: gotcha,
1: it's bitch. the
2: it's the beginning of the western world in which we live in it's the beginning of of colonization this is the founding principles of colonization christianity
1: oh wow
0: you just equated christianity colonization that's how they spread
2: christianity
0: very true let's lose some and more shit. followers horses
2: and swords you gonna get this jesus <laughs>
0: by any means necessary. Shout out to Jesus. um Alright, y'all. I have to be incredibly honest. It's 4.20 and the edibles starting to hit. Can you see my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> I started like, yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. Shout out to this. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm saying right now. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: <laughs> and then the, <laughs> the thing... I'll that- never forget the first time <laughs> Antoinette, we were, we were at uh, Afropunk. Oh, God. <laughs> and she took an edible and had a margarita that was, um, I didn't take an edible.
0: I drank two infused margaritas. And I just turned over
2: to you and you were like, (laughs) and then you were like
0: crying, (laughs) but crying. Um, I'm okay. I only took half, but the funniest part is that we know that I'm a little bit dyslexic and can't read that well, but I'm supposed to next read you a letter from a listener. So, let us see.: read it? Yes, can you uh, don't say her name, she doesn't want her name, but just type in what I have there and shout out to Sis. she knows who, he is, who she is. And this was a really, um, I don't think that you yeah, this was when we, we talked about body dysmorphia. We were talking. Um, I think that might have been two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it was a, it was I just appreciate what she wrote, so Shanti. Take it away.
2: Girl, I messed this up because where did you have this?
0: Is it in the drive? It's in the email. (laughs) You messed up that whole transition. It was really going well. First off, I love your show and and everything you guys do. I started following your blog when I transitioned to natural hair. I gained so much more in valuing myself, developing my own style and stronger sense of self. For that, I thank you and I'll be a listener for life regarding your recent episode on body dysmorphia i feel very seen i grew up as a chubby kid who swam took dance and took dance lessons i didn't know my fat body was unacceptable to society until i met other children who told me i was fat i got thin running track in high school thinner running 5ks in college and got mass uh, muscular Uh, competing in natural bodybuilding in my late 20s. After several adverse events in my life, I'm 37 and at the heaviest I've ever been. Diets, personal trainers, acupuncture, I have tried it all. I weigh 100 pounds more than I did when I was a natural bodybuilder. I know what it's like to hide behind objects, hoping others don't look at my body. I've even stopped shopping for clothes to save myself the stress of looking for things that fit. The world treats you very differently before and after a hundred pounds gain. At competition size, I got what seemed like endless attention and a whole lot of stuff for free. At my current weight, I'm overlooked, ignored, underestimated, and looked down upon. Frustrating to put all frustrating to put your all into something that is uniquely yours and a large part of your identity stems from and you feel you have no power to to be accomplished in it I've done taekwondo belly dancing and I'm a beekeeper slash gardener loving my body as it is is really hard but it's all I've got and even when I look at thinner or more muscular women I haven't Given up hope that one day my mind will be in sync with my body. Somehow, though, I can always see that I'm still breathing and thinking, and that's really the gift, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, might skip a paragraph though. Uh, recent events in my life have made me appreciate the simpler things I can do to stand up, open jars, and go to the bathroom on my own. I try often to remember that my body has withstood various traumas and kept me safe and alive. I have conf- a conflicting feeling about pride about my. A, excuse me, I have a conflicting feeling of pride about what my body does and the guilt I feel for not being able to make it do what I want it to do to reflect on the best efforts I put it I put it in. Maybe I'm putting my best shit maybe I'm not putting my best into it when I am it will show right? Maybe my body is something I should seek to tame, but a force maybe my body. Maybe I think she meant is not. Maybe my body is is not something I should seek to tame, but a force that I should honor, respect, and follow. Mm-hmm. I'm truly tired of fighting against it. It's time to get on board with my body and just go with the flow. She goes on. Um, but I just thought I, I wanted to offer that to people because it when I first read it, it helped me, and I wrote some stuff on my mirror and sticky notes of like, you know, maybe my body is not something I should seek to tame that really that really hit me in the chest a little bit but a force that I should honor respect and follow so hopefully that does something for some of our listeners men and women because I don't think we talk enough about men's body dysmorphia as well but shout out to you you know who you are
2: Yeah, it it also sounds like we're often having these outer body experiences, right? Like we're not in our bodies, appreciating what it's breathing, keeping us Mm -hmm. alive. You know, alive. The the unconscious parts of our body, our lungs, our heartbeat, our blood flowing, our endocrine system, like all of these parts that keep us.
0: um, The fact that like my brain works so that if I want to pick this glass up, I can. Girl,
2: and. I feel like this is a space that people that deal with disability um, are often like trying to make us aware Bring of. attention. Yeah. yeah. Ma- bring attention to and aware of like, come on now. So it's, it, it's levels to it, but I love that. And I'm such a, so well written as well. It's really, really, really written. Yeah. Sorry um, beautifully that I'm written.
0: high and butchering it, but I don't yeah. think I did that bad. You did well. Thank you. Um We also have an, <laughs> we have another thing from a listener who I'm personally obsessed with. <laughs> now, she wrote the she she sent the this is she called the hotline. Matter of fact, let me get the hotline number up because we haven't been saying it and people haven't been calling, I think. But basically, I read a letter maybe like a month ago of what a listener some feedback that a listener had a for me. A review. Well, no, not just... I read... First, it was the letter where the listener gave feedback on my self-deprecating jokes and how they see through them and all this shit. Shout out to them. They know who they are. They did it with care and love. But then I didn't say it on the podcast. I posted it on Instagram. This review... That we got where they were like, Yeah, I, I really like I really like this show. I don't really fuck with Antoinette's voice, and I don't think she's that uh genuine. They said but... they do
2: like the show.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, is that I not can't what hear I said? Anything. I'm, I'm
0: sorry. sorry. <laughs> 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 they said they like the show, and, and they just said that I was annoying, but they were gonna keep listening. And so I posted that and was like, What like why are you still listening if I'm that annoying? Also, I was annoyed. I was annoyed by their comment. <laughs> So, then, later on that night, like, after I posted this, we got this amazing voicemail
2: from Sis.
0: Shout out to Khadijah. And shout out to the fact that, like, we also had an episode on loyalty. This is the type of energy I need from you, Shanti. This is what I, if, if you were to ever say any of this, I would be like, I'd probably marry you. But let me play it. Hold on. This shit is too funny.
3: Hi, um, my name is Khadijah. I'm calling on I'm calling um, on behalf of Antoinette, though I don't think she needs it, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Um, this call is to let some of you listeners know to stop talking about Antoinette. I'm getting real tired of y'all. Talking about her, some some people have called in, giving their perspective on her. You don't know her. Leave her the fuck alone. And I'm just sick of y'all. Like it insists me to no end. Around the way, curls is a conglomerate, and for you to take it upon yourself to leave. Unwarranted, unnecessary, and useless comments about Antoinette while talking about how much you love the, how much you love the content. You're a hypocrite and you're an asshole and you a dickhead. Leave her to fuck alone. If you gon' like around the way curls, like all of around the way curls. If you gon' listen, listen to all of around the way curls. I'm sick of this shit. Leave Antoinette to fuck alone. She gives us so much of her time, her transparency, her authenticity, I'm sick of your fucking bullshit. Don't say anything about Shanti, but this is specifically <laughs> about Antoinette. Leave my nigga the fuck alone. And that's, that's on Oakland, and that's on me. Leave her the fuck alone. That is your and if you don't fucking right like it, you can stop fucking listening. This has been on my scare for a while, but y'all getting way too cavalier talking shit about Antoinette. Leave her the fuck alone. Too much and stop space. listening if you don't fucking like it y'all <laughs> Y'all need to yeah, get your head out your own ass and thinking you so great that you can sit up and talk about somebody unnecessarily if you like the content just <laughs> like the content she don't need your critiques about her voice about what her perspective is about nothing shut up girl nobody asked for it good day and good night <laughs> love you guys that's all I had to say yeah I'm continue on okay. as you were you gotta, we gotta to
2: chop that. that up and keep that in put that into the episode randomly every now and then that's what we're gonna do <laughs> oh my god it's i'm a gonna legend ask you a legend can. now she when i tell you a read she says shut up girl i'm tired <laughs> of you girl
0: she said you're an asshole and you were a dickhead i said she, probably, where is she from philly where's she from she said She wow. said that shit, didn't she? Did I just bake that up? Why would I bake that I don't up? No, no,
2: no, I don't think she did. Oakland, they got more. They nah, man, they Who's they from Oakland. No, nah, that Listen, wasn't was Oakland. I've
0: right decided. There. That was amazing. That is
2: Khadijah's you, her name?
0: Khadijah.
2: D D. <laughs> she come got my her. fucking back. You hear me?
0: That's yeah. the girl. That, and she said it so eloquently, too. She was cussing, but she, it was
2: the calm. It was the calm of the voice. He said they are a conglomerate. I was <laughs> like, what is that? Are we? Are we a conglomerate? I, know, I was like, oh my God, oh. are we? <laughs> shit. Look it up. Are we? <laughs> Let me look this shit up. Conglomerate. How do you spell that?
0: Congla. Cong- oh, it came right up. Hold up. A number of different things or parts that are put or grouped together to form you a whole but remain distinct. Us entities yo shit. when i tell you i want khadijah on this fucking podcast khadijah please reach out to us i want you on here i want to talk to you because you you're a special lady and i've learned like when you do a read on somebody you have to stay calm that landed so differently i want to thank her for having my back shanti if you ever said any shit like that right, i will well, one day I it's gonna out. come out
2: it's gonna come out. It's gonna
0: come out, but you're gonna be saying it to me. No, <laughs> you're be like, you need to <laughs> no, <mind> your mother. <laughs> no, it's
2: not. <laughs> All right, um, y'all. I hope what? actually. What? Y'all. I hope that's not something we have. We have to. You. You have to be defended often, you I hope not,
1: but, but
0: we'll yet. see.
2: Anyway, we're gonna take a break. Shanti,
0: can are you take Oh, we already had sp- a break. Yeah, we already. Remote
2: flowing. Yeah. 49 minutes. Time After flies these when you have a
0: we'll right Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner. Not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce, and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had it was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping.
2: And so we're back. Um... A lot has happened. First of all, first of all, the trial for Derek. Why would you just take that long? Because I'm just real, I'm just like, we didn't even talk about the, the trial verdict. <gasps>
0: we didn't? No. I'm high. Okay. Th- yeah. We got to talk about that. I skipped. O- wait. Oh, I skipped over all of politics as usual. That's, That's why okay. We-
2: Let's just talk about that trial though. That's
0: all I want to talk about we are having mass uh killings shootings every week but let's talk about the trial
2: i was in the um i was in the uh supermarket I was around mm. 5 and i was like i was first of all i was in the co-op in west philly so you know that we were going to be like what's the trial verdict now if i was anybody else there wasn't checking for it but in west philly everybody was like right but I was shaking when I heard it. I was like anticipating this, and you were anticipating up. what? Anticipating the verdict. Not, you, you were anticipating.
0: Oh, okay, but not necessarily the outcome. No, like not, you didn't know which one.
2: Okay. No, and I was really shaken up by it, adding to my languish and hopeless, like feelings of what. But it was. um, I. I I think a lot of people are saying on on social media it doesn't feel like justice, right? Cuz like him No, it's being accountability.
0: Alive, it's not justice.
2: Yeah. Accountability and it's um Yeah. It's all it is. And I'm just curious um as to I, I it's accountability, but it's also years still years and years of activists on the on the ground you know this 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 chant of black lives matter you can't think that black lives matter and the protests and the constant again we're talking about wiping off this mirror this chanting of this thing black lives matter black lives matter and it becoming like something that rings everybody knows it and has a has is being forced to have an opinion about it. Um, that's years and years of work though. That's years and years of work that, for it to get that big the way that it is now. And I feel a, l- I feel a little glimmer of hope in, in respect to this phenomenon of it. Ta- it's a slow wipe. It takes a long, long time. But you got to think back to like Emmett Till. You got to think back to Trayvon Martin. You got to think back to like so many. I mean, there's so many names even between This isn't that.
0: the first time that a police... This is the first time it's it's been this big though and that it's come back. Or we
2: saw an actual killing by the police yeah. in such a public way.
0: Right. But this isn't the first time that like they've been, they've gone to jail for it. This is, I think, a very like bail is revoked, like all that, like this is a severe sentence. It's just a, It just happened. Social media just takes shit on another scale. I don't, I, I did feel that glimmer of hope until, you know, I don't think that you've stayed on social media, right? You, um, Makia I Bryant, on social I don't know if you stayed on social media after you heard the verdict. Cause my, uh, or Makia or Makia, Makia or Makia Bryant, 15 years old, killed by police this afternoon in Columbus, Ohio. Um, And that happened right after the verdict came out and she was murdered by police. They have witnesses there because there's video, but the woman refused to show the young girl. She refused to show the body too. Um, That she actually called the police because she was being assaulted in her house. She had a knife and the police without hesitation started to shoot her. 15 years knife. old child. Right, she had a knife. I mean, the police officer tried to say that she lunged at him, but witnesses are like she didn't fucking do anything. She was scared shitless. She called them. So, while George Floyd does not have justice, his family doesn't have justice, his daughter doesn't have justice, the poor woman that filmed this, that made all of this possible, doesn't have justice. This police officer will go to jail. Chokeholds are still legal. What he did is still legal, technically, in many places. We have to get rid of this shit. And, and people were, I was happy, we have to celebrate the small victories. And I feel like this is me flipping this on you because I'm always like, it's a slow burn, slow burn. But I just want people to like recognize that like, we're not done. The I work is nowhere. Like that was what like a tiny babysit, baby step. I don't know, it's or like a tiny we, we can't step, But it took we can't so let up off the gas. Exactly. Like the for fact that, that it took babysit. all of this to happen in order to get the police to follow the law.
2: Who that don't make them follow the law? That just makes again. It's just accountability. Hold them
0: accountable accountable against the law is ridiculous. It's,
2: so it's also very interesting because. The idea of him being in a prison, like prisons are also just so fucked up. Like the whole, Mm -hmm. the whole system is so fucked up. And then for now, for him to be in prison, I don't know. I just feel, it's just, two things can exist at once. It just feels, and we're like, we know this justice system is fucked up. But then we're like, oh, it's holding him accountable. I don't know. It we got a long way to go by. Oh
0: wow, this is so poignant. Um so like spot on. My black folks, I just want to say however you're experiencing this profound moment is completely fair. If you're celebrating it as justice, that's okay. If you can't accept it as justice and only accountability, that's okay. If you cried, screamed, hollered in relief, that's okay. If you silently nodded and just thought it's a step in the right direction but couldn't bring yourself to feel a release because of generations of getting it wrong versus this one moment of getting it right, that's okay. Okay. If you needed a hug and were overwhelmed with emotion because this has been and continues to be some traumatic ass shit, that's okay if you're numb because that is has been and continues to be some traumatic ass shit. That's okay. I think that's it. People are going to have a lot of different reactions to this and responses. I I didn't I cried after I saw his family. But when I heard it, it was the head nod of like, okay, better not have. Could you have imagined if that would have went the other way? It would be chaos. There's no way people were staying in their houses.
2: Anyway, that's all. Well, here we are. Blip on the screen, but. Million years in the making. Um, that also brings me felt a little bit of guilt and a little bit of shame around. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I also don't remember what we said, and I still haven't gone back to go listen. And it wasn't. I'm I'm talking for myself, not you. But you know, when we heard about, um, what's her full name, Patrice? Cole. I Keep calling her Patrice, like I know this woman, Patrice <laughs> Con Colors. Um, mm-hmm. on the last on last week's episode and make a light of it and laughing. First of all, that's my MO and I'm, I can see how I make light of a lot of, th- I mean, everything is fucking hilarious to me, but like I make light of a lot of things. And I listened to her interview with Mark Lamont Hill. Hill. What's was his name? Mark, Mark Lamont Hill. Hill. And, um, And she was tearful, and she was talking about how, you know, her life was being threatened, and that's something that she's experienced since, you know, Black Lives Matter has really been on the map, and there was also a lot of um, pushback from majority Black women talking about, you know, Protecting black women and this the, the 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 to her defense to Patrice's defense saying it's none of our business and that it's anti black and like um it's it's yeah, it's anti black, it's anti woman to to even think that it's so it's something suspect if a black woman has wealth and has power and has you know has a that's fucking why plane on thought it was suspect. Her, have has a plane on her uh her black shit. Black women can absolutely have
0: that. It was a black woman that was saying she was a Marxist having that for me.
1: But go ahead.
2: Or it would, I mean, and also the possibility, <laughs> also falling so easily. I, again, I don't, I, I don't regret and I'm still not curious and have opinions around the accusations, right? What I do regret is how quickly I personally went to, I mean, I don't think I attacked her by any means, but I went to not really offering a loving critique, you know? And What's I think that, and that's something to talk about. I hope we can talk about it in this moment. But especially when you you consider so many movements, and you can you you consider the inside strategy and logistics. I mean, we talk about Game of Thrones, we talk about The Wire, we talk about how we look at Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, how you cause this 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 discord within the community, and how easily. They can be you know fucking discard how easily we can discard each other i think that mm-hmm. I think that's what it is, so i I just want to be accountable to I, again, I don't remember what I said, but I remember feeling like damn i I made light, and I don't think that i I handled my critique in a loving way, and even she in the interview was talking about and saying that she is not beyond critique by any means but that she would just ask and why can't folks be more loving in their critique and i think i I think think people
0: deserve i think they're people earn loving critiques right earn loving critiques a bit i feel yeah i feel like um it depends on on what you did
2: who learns a loving critique oh barack obama what? What did you who, say? Who who does how do you earn a loving critique? I'm just critique? saying it depends. Who, I, I who think that's individual
0: it. for individual people to figure out because I'm not giving Derek Chauvin a loving critique. Like you see that kind of stuff? No, like if I, I, mean,
2: I it's people that you love. I'm I'm right. it's not it's not, I, And
0: that's what I'm saying. I I feel like because this woman has done work and is doing work for this community. Let's give her, or we think she is or has, no, us yeah. give her more space and grace.
2: Yeah, no, I'm I, that that loving critique is reserved for people that your, right, your okay. family, your just, friends, your your yeah. people that are in the community. And I feel right. like we, especially with social media, especially with flash fucking headlines and shit, and we're just like, oh. This is she got money now. She got money. Like, what happened to Black Lives Matter? Blah blah blah. What happened to these markets? We didn't Mark- say
0: that, and nobody. And that, what,
2: we did. We did not
0: say that. Well, okay. it was. Shout it was more about the, the. We were talking about how people were saying that she was stealing from Black Lives Matter, and if that was the case, that's a bigger issue. Like, where the fuck do you have all this money? Then it comes down to. Then we were talking about. Well, it's tricky because. How do you figure out what an activist should make? Who makes those rules up? It was more about like all the different factors, if I'm remembering it right. But nobody was just discounting her completely. Our guests were. We weren't. That's that's the thing. I was. And they're allowed of
2: to. It, I was cracking jokes on her. Yeah, and you then, said I said she was they? about Carl Cani. <laughs> I don't. That's what I don't know. If that's true, like I don't know if. I don't know if we have been practicing or we have even seen it be practiced how to lovingly critique or even um question power. Cause now she got power to deny that she's a, not a powerful person mm-hmm. and an influential person and Black Lives Matter is an an, an influential movement. Um I don't know how how do we like how do we check that power because it's it's now just because just because you're a black woman, right just because you're black, just because you're a woman that don't mean
0: this is like we don't need to you see s-
2: your books that don't mean we have to say hassis right. your 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 theories are not aligning hassis like. Other folks are broke and are calling out. That's what you I'm out.
0: afraid of is that people we're gonna get to this place. You brought it up honestly when we were talking about Queen and Slim, which is funny because you were saying that's like just movie. because she's a black queer woman does not mean that I I, I can't critique her. Trash. Right? That this that I or and just because everybody feels like this is an amazing you know black film doesn't mean that I have to agree. And it doesn't mean that I'm against the Her. movement. Like you're not safe just because, you know, we're in the same community. She also put out another trash movie that I just heard about, where a weave is drinking period blood in order to get better. Because it's a whole movie about this killer weave, and it's basically supposed to be like a Jordan Peele kind of vibe. Them, where,
2: them, right? It's, it's supposed to them. be like
0: this type of vibe where it's a, a hard movie, but this weave. I have not seen it I need to see it but Mandy then was going off about it. But the 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 conversation is around black hair why we got but the way she, she did it was just visually it was not execute it was just a mess apparently. But do we have to say just because she's trying to talk about real shit you know just because she's know. trying to give like- a real message that we can't critique that and say yo that shit's trash and it, and if we critique it, critique it does it mean that we are anti it or that we are being violent that's towards what it?
2: I know, I, but I don't know if we know what is, how to exist in the middle. Obviously we don't. We always want to be polar. You're a Democrat, you're a Republican, you're a woman, you're a man, you're gay, you're straight, you're like, I don't know if we know, I don't know. I don't know how to do it. I, don't I mean, know I think to...
0: the middle is, I think sometimes, especially when you're talking about it on platforms like this, like I, the middle is also mentioning that her friends and family have come out and said she does not take money from the organization. Her friends have, and, and that she has come up with receipts on, yo, I have this book deal, I have this deal, I have that deal, all as a result right. of being who I am. Saying that along with the other facts and leaving it for people to make their. Uh, You know, decisions about how they feel about the situation. I think that's a loving critique, giving both sides of it, and not obviously dismissing it and making fun of it. You know,
2: I also was very. um, It was also
0: this is a fucking comedic podcast, but I. I know, but 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 you
2: know what's going to end? What I think is going to happen is if we get bigger and we pop off and say shit like that, then it's going to be like. Or we we
0: all the think pieces, you're, all of you're our never deep gonna,
2: words and conversations that no, word, I'm just saying we, we all just the think pieces that bitch of like crazy.
0: She you know, of people, <laughs> people writing and being like, oh, you're problematic. Oh, you offended this. Oh, I'm that. Yeah, you're never. I feel like, and because I I, I could be projecting, but you're I feel like, beca- <laughs> bitch, no, you are racist. <laughs> but I feel like because you have a certain group of friends at this point that are. That, that that are very hip to the to everything that's going on and they hold a lot of people accountable and they're trying to shift um shift communities and things of that way and like you know I feel like you are hyper you are policing yourself mm. at times afterwards where you're you're your full self in the episode you're cracking up cracking jokes being shanty you know saying crazy shit like cool and then afterwards you're like fuck People are going to hear this.
2: Yeah, often that happens. But this is time.
0: This is supposed to be a safe space, and you know. And I, I would hope if you listen to us enough, that like, when if we really fuck up, we're gonna we're gonna hold ourselves accountable. But like, we're we we're way off. That was a fight, whatever. But people know too when we're just saying shit and just. I feel. I don't think that you attack that woman. Or discarded her or anything like that. I think that saying that she is Karl Kani instead of Karl Marx is fucking hilarious. <laughs> no, and it, I think like,
2: this is an example, but to have a But I'm a saying like that's not being dismissive
0: either, but I hope, I'm just saying.
2: I, I hope that... And um, this maybe it's not the podcast for you. Most importantly, I hope that we don't stop questioning and constantly critiquing these powers, right? I don't don't give a fuck if she's black, I don't give a fuck if she's a woman, but I I care deeply about the influence and Mm -hmm. the power that she does have, and my critique or my questions around it aren't a dismissal of her, and I'm trying to learn how to do that with everything, myself included. That's that's basically it and I I I hope that that's something that we can be in practice of my critique of her still I'm still not satisfied with her answer my critique <laughs> is not and I and I don't think the right people have been given the opportunity to really ask the questions to her that need to be asked about how her about how the powers of Lucy got her, basically. Did she talk
0: about Marxism at all?
2: A little bit, like Mark. Mark in the interview, Mark Lamont Hill asked her, like, you know, how you know we want to talk about how your Marxist uh, theories are not in alignment with your lifestyle, and she was basically like, "I'm taking care of Black people, and there aren't. That's a weak." argument i'm taking a black care of black people i'm taking care of my family we never said you weren't and that you know generational wealth that's me passing down generational wealth which is helping black people in marxism
0: you don't pass down generational wealth though no wealth is inherited
2: in marxism wealth is not the is not that's I know, but the wrong person wasn't talking to her. That was like, well, actually, even I know since that. Why didn't he say that? And the collective. But,
0: that's such a great. That's such a great. But he seg-
2: wasn't the <sighs> correct. Okay. He there wasn't. It was so um, soft. It was so impotent. It, it's such an opportunity to have this rich conversation, and I he think softballed for her to, the
0: interview, he softballed the interview.
2: It was. It was like no. Like let's he get got into that, it. What is Marxism? No, no, I don't
0: think so. I think there's journalists can softball interviews because I've seen him get with people, and that's what he does for a living. He used, he used to be on CNN. Like I'm stop seeing. it. I was like he softballed mm, the interview, mm. and she gave him that interview because she knew he was, was like, or he agreed nigger. to softball it.
2: Actually, again, I don't know there's, that. I don't know that. But there's
0: I, no. There's just no way she, that you don't know that. I know Mark Lamont Hill knows that. An,
2: another. Um interesting point that she people are making is that this idea, which which is very to me is very capitalistic, is very private, mine, 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 yours, 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 that I do with what I do what I want with my money. And like, yes, theoretically, yes, but like when we're talking about fucking what's that billionaire boy's name most importantly jeff we, bezos oh uh, yeah when we m- most importantly if we're talking about our fuck the billionaires i think all of us should have a sense of accountability of how we spend our money whether it's being shopping local or you know shopping why if it's just your clothes that you wear the food that you put into your body who you're supporting, who's being exploited. Like, fuck that. We should all be accountable to where our money goes. So I'm still... I'm lovingly still... Holding her accountable. Holding, wanting to see more from her beyond I'm taking care of my... I'm buying all these houses because I'm taking care of my family and generational wealth.
0: I think that's a good segue.
2: Go ahead. Because let's talk about
0: generational wealth because I was... We were having a conversation about... Game of Thrones and the importance of the lineage and the importance of the houses and how everything there was, there was, it was so important for the family name to live on and to conquer. And I was thinking about that and we were talking about like that's generational wealth. That's the billionaire stuff and like, you know, passing it down and hoarding it right for only your people. Mm -hmm. I think it's the hoarding of it. So I think to myself mm. too, uh, but I also think like when I, like where if my I parents? was to where my ever, money at? when you die, where my money well, <laughs> I'll get there. But if I was to ever be a millionaire and if I were to have kids, I would want them to be good too. Like it's to hoard it. I don't know. I, I don't think I will ever be, I wouldn't be comfortable being that. Like I, I always made fun of myself and was like, if I ever got rich, I give all my money away like MC hammer. But then it's the idea no, the of wait. Took
2: that nigga's money, but go ahead.
0: He gave his money away too, but then I get into the idea of like, wait, where is my generational wealth? I am jealous of these white people moving in next door that I know they can't pay their fucking rent, but I know that they have some sort of savings account or trust. Like, yeah, that's annoying, but also like good for them. But also like, is it is that hoarding? if we continue to do that, then everybody's the nope, not like we're never all going to get there. Right. We're not, no one's ever going to be in order to have generational wealth. That means that there's disparity. Right. I, so I, like, is that okay?
2: I think <laughs> that we keep. Thinking about our existence and the future within the container of capitalism that we're in now, we cannot imagine what other possibilities there are? That's like saying, like, you know, mm. I'm a good, I'm a good citizen, so I'll never get locked up. And Wait. like, Shanti,
0: you're a mom, and your mom,
2: you didn't let me finish what I a was mom. saying.
0: I'm sorry, but I'm just like you. You have didn't let me finish wanna... what I'm saying. All right, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: I'm not. I, I'm just stating the fact that we can't and we don't know. And obviously, all of us are in this loop. My friend said it. Capitalism is in your fucking bones. It's in your DNA. It's what we know. Patrice is a beautiful example. She has all these ideas of Marxism, the black, the the new imagination. We just have to imagine stuff different. But when, when it comes... Push come to shove, she's like, "I want my family to be good because this Mm -hmm. is the way. This is how this. This is the machine that we're in. And there's not, there's not a possible. I don't know what other possibility there is. So I'm a dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a talk about dreaming about this shit, but I'm making sure that my kids are gonna be good. I'm making sure my mom's gonna be good. My cousin, all them, everybody's good. I have benefited from my." mom's privilege from her dad being able to buy her a house mm-hmm. and like she didn't have to worry about nothing and it creates it creates space right and like for black people to think up uh, to have space where you're not having to sur- just try to survive and you can like have space so that you can breathe and heal and like be be or do something different than what you're you know, ancestors were doing like that's that's amazing. But we're not going to act like that's not still in the machine. You're still not a cog in the machine. That is great. Black people having money, black capitalism. Sure, but it's still capitalism, and it's still unsustainable. So two things can exist at once. I don't know how to get out of the motherfucker.
0: I don't. Yeah. So what would you do? For JoJo. If, let's say if you, if if you end up, if Sable ends up being a store that's national. Talk about got, it. You got 10, ten locations, right? You balling. What does that mean for Jo?
2: Man, JoJo's living lovely. JoJo's going to travel the world. JoJo's going to be like. But that means you're going to leave it to her. I'm not making any statements that I'm not. I just, I don't say that, but I also know that it's not sustainable and that it's because I, I, we, I don't have, it's in my bones. I don't have the ability to imagine something different. I think my hope is, is that again, to go back to the mirror, um, thing is that, see, don't know no words to go back to the mirror analogy. Uh huh. I, I'm talking about this with JoJo, and so that she can start unraveling it and not hold so tight to like, gotta have money, because then I'll be safe, and then my kids will be safe, and then we'll be safe. You're not safe. We ain't safe. Safer. Girl, you saw Game of Thrones. That fucking white, them, them <laughs> monsters was coming. Y'all could fight over this land if you want to. <laughs>
0: No, I hear you. Game of Thrones, everything's Game of Thrones. Everything's Game of Thrones. You trying to take Kit? What's his last name? Let's see if you really, if you really love him. Who's you Kit? You really love Jon Snow? You just say who's Kit? Oh, he's definitely not yours. That's that man's real name. Bye.
2: Oh, I don't know his real name, child. I can't <laughs> I look him up. His, ooh, I can't I, look him up.
0: My aunt. No, you can't because you're gonna get spoilers. So that's why. Fine, y'all. Shanti is in the middle of the night talking about send me another pic. but she's not talking about me she's asking me to google pictures of john snow aka kit harrington to send them to her because i am convinced now i know john is fine but i shanti likes white men i'm convinced of it this whole artsy boy is a no, no no this whole like that's like your goal this whole RC ball thing is a farce. No, don't even this try. Is, That's, see, look at you.
2: I'm, out here I'm telling you from,
0: you can't like Kit. I was thinking about it. You can't like Kit Harrington and Larry David. That just means you have <laughs> a white man thing. It doesn't work. I was like, wait,
1: no. I
2: love Larry David <laughs> because he's charming. He no, flirts No, you didn't very say you loved well. him. You said he's that you funny. wanted to
0: fuck him. You said yes, you I were would. talking. Yes, I would. He would
2: get my panties. I would <laughs> go out to dinner. We would be laughing. He would be saying stuff. He probably knows so much. She said
0: we would be laughing. He would be saying stuff. <laughs> one of the basic, basic bitch asses.
2: He'd, he'd, he he'd be saying stuff. He got crazy You one friends. of them three-eyed
0: birds
1: we was talking about.
2: That <laughs> <laughs> ain't <laughs> Larry. Larry David, he got two first names. Is his whole name. <laughs> 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 Y'all ain't going to take me away from Larry could get it. That's But Another I can't white name any other it. white guys that could get it, really. Really? I could name some. I don't know them, but Jon Snow that I know, Jon Snow, baby, because that's John the look. Jon
0: Snow, he looks so ruddy. wait. Khal Drogo couldn't have ruddy, gotten it. Dark hair, the big. He
2: got nice lips. He
0: his lips are beautiful. His lips are. He satisfactory. doesn't have lips like this. No, they're they're better than that. It's just his. You know, part of it is the character too. His body.
2: So. I like the, his body. Build. No, he
0: has a nice body. Mm-hmm. Only five A, but we'll take it. Listen, Kyle Drogo couldn't have gotten Who's it. Who's that? Jason Momoa? Lisa Bonet's husband? He's not
2: white, Antoinette.
0: He looks it. His
2: fucking name is Jason Momoa. <laughs> this bitch crazy. <laughs> All right, then who else? Who else could... Wait, damn, that's who? my version
0: of white. See?
2: Who? That's as far as I'm willing to go. Who else? He is fine. He Bro- got a fucking cut in his eyebrow. <laughs>
1: oh! <laughs>
2: Oh, you, I would you... be, I would be, what would you be? I'd be what intimidated. Be? I'd be like, so you gotta be a bad bitch to, to, to absorb to that, direct Oh my God. Mm, you what do you it. think? Bad bitch to be like, oh yes.
1: Wow. Imagine he's, what Lisa Bonet. He's
2: obsessed with her. He's obsessed with her. She, He's like, I've loved her since, she's like 17 years older than him.
0: She's six, <laughs> I think 14 or 16. Years
2: she older was like him. hitting
0: puberty when he was born. I live. So He's he was watching her growing mm-hmm. up probably.
2: And he was obsessed with this. And I've already done the research. He said he was <laughs> out to drink. He and his friends and his friend was like, yeah, Lisa's coming. He was like, what? And when she came in, he was like, you're fucking mine, queen. You're my, you're my light oh skin. My you're my God. porcelain princess. You the OG porcelain princess. I saw that whole princess.
0: scene in my head. I could just see her walking in in her very like nonchalant. And she was like, hi, way. I'm
2: Lisa Bonet. He was like, I know,
0: I know who you are. <laughs> I'm Jason Momoa. <laughs> she probably looked at him and was like,
2: "She's like, I've, cause, I've been there before. Cause she, her baby daddy ain't no, he ain't no yeah, slacker. They're two
0: different men, though. They're two. He's not a slacker, but Lenny is a different. What you call He's him? a different, two different dudes. Lenny. Lenny, ain't
2: that his name? Yeah, it's That's just funny. It funny. ain't Leonard, but Lenny doesn't do it for me. Like Lenny doesn't. Lenny
0: doesn't do it for me. I I see some finest pictures of him. I'm like, yeah, he, yeah. I see it. But his way of being doesn't. Jason's way of being does. Yeah. His, you, know like, they,
2: you know they ain't getting no vaccinations, though, Anthony. He'd be like... It's all right. Like, I would have... <laughs> <laughs> if I could climb that tree... They in I the mean, woods eating bark and making tinctures. The kids all wild and wolves <laughs> and like... Listen, he found like her unschooled. old car
0: or like some car that she loved and like just... Put it back together for her, like secretly, like over the span of like a couple months. It was like some old car that she had as a kid, and somehow he got it. They're like he's obsessed with transcendental her, cause he,
2: sex. Because they're not fucking. She's like, all right, welcome to my world. You think Erica Badu? <laughs> like, you think Erica Badu? Pussies? Yes. Lisa's like, Mm-mm. come Welcome to the dark Lisa side. Lisa said,
0: welcome to this Venus this is- fly trip. <laughs>
2: I call this the upside down. This is the
0: motherfucking trap house.
2: (laughs) Welcome. All these bitches is my son. She (laughs) said, go sit on a (laughs) potty. Yo, you (laughs) said...
0: You said... This is the upside down. Said, oh my God. The next time <laughs> I have sex with anybody, I'm geeking now. okay oh The next time I have sex with anybody, I'm gonna be like I'm literally gonna get on top of them and say, This is the
2: upside down. I'm like, bitch, what? <laughs> like, get the fuck off. You nerdy ass. The fuck are you talking about? This is the upside down. You know like stranger <laughs> things? The season hasn't come out yet, but we're waiting. And it <laughs> It's not as good Game of Thrones. Do you like Game of Thrones? <laughs> Get off me. <laughs> I feel like I'm... They sound like Khaleesi.
3: <gasps> I don't
2: know. <laughs> hey, let's... Want to watch this video? He's like, bitch. My <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. All right, can I go?
2: I know I got too high. Ciao. Four twenty. That's up. What's up, Antoinette? You real? You're making this shit real timely. If I got high, I'd be on this like. <laughs> this
0: is dumb. I got to know. This shit is like... Oh god.
2: All hey, right, girl. Um. <laughs> We'll put it together. This but is like generational wealth. Fuck familiar <laughs> happiness. No, we're done. No, more. I'm Okay. Done. <laughs> Isn't it? <that> a- <laughs> I think I'll make sure my kid's sleeping on her pile. Why would you
0: try to pick this up? All right, wait. I just wanted you to hear this. I lost it. Anyway. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you enjoyed this episode of Around the Way Curls, please rate and subscribe. Uh, we were on a lot of love and light this week. Ended a little ratchet, but here we are. <laughs> please rate and subscribe, Around the Way Curls. Uh, feel free to hit us up at 1900 Hustlers, aka 215 948 2780. That's 215 948 2780. And um yeah, hit us up on the Patreons. We have a whole Game of Thrones. Um we I'm gonna get Shanti talking about Game of Thrones before every episode to give me an update of where she is. So if you wanna hear her in depth analysis and and Around the Way Breakdown. Please join us. And then I just lastly forgot to do this. Let's shout out Joelle and Coco for being new patrons. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the wonderful Joelle world and Coco. of Around the Way Curls video. You got anything else, queen?
2: <clears throat> no, that's it. <laughs> no, that's it.
0: <laughs> All right. And you with that, are are you, you pass- should do, actually, you should do a 420 affirmation. It's a holiday.
2: You should do a 420 after. No, no, audition. no. I
0: can't. I'm not in any condition.
2: <laughs> do one. Listen. <clears throat> I can't because I just... You know what? <laughs> Wait, I, just, I was really ready. All right, this episode's over. Yeah, we're done. Just stay a high off life. This meaningless strain. Like, reptile. High off life. Happy high 420. That's life.
0: the name of the episode. Not that it was... I don't know. That, mm-hmm. All right, bye. Lifting, but... <laughs> Bye <laughs> press
2: the button oh, okay we out you have just heard an a roundaway curls John follow them on Twitter at ATWCurls curls and Instagram at a roundaway
1: curls We out early <laughs> very
3: good. Especially if you got the fully equipped kid on it, it's whoa. Like, you
1: know what I mean? Like, yo, I had this bad chick town, She was whoa. Had me messed up
0: in the head, I mean. Whoa. Bought the chick diamonds and pearls, I mean. Should have seen the ice shining on the wrist. Whoa. Now money ain't the bottom. See, my dough is like. Whoa. Pull out my bankroll on y'all dudes like. Whoa. Lost the blue strip from 2 shrimp like.
3: Whoa. Money want to beat my blueprints, I'm like. Whoa. Had to hit the break on y'all brothers like.
0: Hey y'all, Antoinette here and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef curated seasonal recipes to their very new Fresh and Fit summer menu. HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner. Not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week so you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping.